Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fresh Meat. So this is the podcast where creativity meets chaos, great minds are speaking up, and lines might or might not be crossed. In this wonderful world of comms, we are basically here to switch things up a bit and change the perspective. So turn it up and enjoy. So this is a very special episode for for me, at least. This is the first time I have two guests with me in the podcast studio. It's also my second podcast recording, so it's, it's really not that different, I guess. Anyways, <laughs> we're recording this from a snowy Stockholm. And yes, this is Stockholm, Sweden we're talking about. So apologize in advance if you hear any Swinglish or any Swedish, for that matter, words that come up. It might happen and you just have to deal in Google Translate, I guess. I'm Rosanna. For those of you guys who's never heard my voice before, welcome. I'm the Associate Creative Director in the Stockholm studio and also the host of all the podcast episodes that comes out of Sweden. And with me today, I have not one, but two brilliant women. One of them, she is probably one of the smartest people I know. She's gorgeous. She's fun. She's so kind. She's got a great wardrobe. She's also my boss and I want to raise. So give it up for <laughs> the managing director and also co-founder of the Stockholm Studio, Anna Carlson. Yay. Hi. Hi. It's so weird because we've been working together all day, but hi. Hello. Nice <laughs> to see you again. Nice to see you again. So this is the first time you're doing a podcast. It is. I have tried my best to avoid it as far as I can. But, but here anymore. we are. Not anymore. I don't know what this is going to do with my career. Hopefully it's not going to hurt it too bad. <laughs> we'll see. There will be more Swinglish than usual <laughs> when I'm here. So, And um, yes, yeah, so Anna's here with me today. But remember, I told you we have two guests. The other guest on today's podcast is a lot of things, not a lot as a person. Oh, she can be a lot as a person too, I guess. But but mostly she's a lot of things. She's an innovator. She's an entrepreneur. She has a huge passion for building both new businesses, but also new experiences. Today, we're going to talk about the app that she launched. Now, it's about two years ago, which has become sort of a social network for audio creators and their fans. So I'm thinking kind of like you guys and me. Like if you guys are my fan, like I have must have one fan, like a single one would be cool out there. I don't know. Anyways, this app is a place where you build and monetize a vibing audio community by basically logging your life. So you log your daily thoughts, your experiences and whatever might happen to you in a day. So you record it with just like a tap in an instant and share it with your community so they can take part of your daily life. It's quite interesting. You're going to hear more about that in a second. But first of all, give it up for and welcome the co-founder of social podcasting app Logcast, Johanna Hoff. Woohoo! Thank you so much. Is it weird speaking English with us now? We just spoke Swedish just when she walked in. It's so strange to just kind of switch the language. Seriously, I'm that person who constantly speak English to Swedish people and Swedish to English people. And I, I don't even notice when I switch <laughs> because it started off me in university, only at an English-speaking university. Mm. And then, I mean, every single team member in Logcast is English-speaking. So like 50% of my days is in English and 50%. Yeah. So me and my love at home. It could be sometimes 10 minutes and we sit and speak English to each other. Language, yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. So no, for me, um, I don't even notice when I switch. 
Oh, that's of... good. That's a good thing. We How do... do you take notes, though? Because I take, in an English meeting, I take notes in both English and Swedish and turn it around. So it takes a while for me to start also thinking in English, but then it takes some time to then go back to thinking in Swedish. Yeah. When I like, yeah. Yeah. I think I do a kind of a mix, but mostly I just tap into the th- meeting notes yeah, that yeah. I'm speaking. Yeah. So, but... Ah, that's crazy. It's so weird with languages. Anyway, yeah. Anyways, welcome welcome to the podcast. So good to have you here today. And we are so keen to hear more about Logcast and what it is, how it started. Like, what is the story? I I just gave a brief intro in the podcast. They know very little. Um, We talked about that it is a social networking platform. But you told us that there is a shift happening. Yes. So Logcast is a voice streaming platform. Voice streaming. So what is the difference between being like a social audio network and a voice streaming platform? So we started off, maybe this needs to be going back a little bit from where we started. Start from the top. Yes, we had a podcasting agency. I had a podcasting channel myself and just love the format. I mean, look at this, how amazing to just have a conversation, audio, it's easy to scale up. And um, I just thought it was so interesting how all the social media um, platforms out there has unlocked the thing in our phones, which is the camera. Yeah. That made suddenly everyone to be professional video <laughs> content creators and, and uh, you know, picture makers. And I mean, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok really unlocked the potential of our cameras, you know? Yeah. But then I thought that voice and audio is still so highly produced in books, music, podcasting, and we all walk around the phones with a microphone. So why can't we democratize the podcasting easy? Because, you know, when you have a pod and a podcasting agency, every five person you meet say, oh, I want to start a podcast. Yeah. But it's pretty complicated. Not everyone can have a professional studio, do all of this. So I wanted to make it social, easy for everyone. So that's how Logcast started, and that's how we positioned it, social podcasting. Yeah. And that's what we've been. But now? Until now. <laughs> <laughs> du, 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 du. I mean, this is not even really communicated externally until next year, but uh, we talk about it in the team, we build for it now, so I'm happy to, to share that. But we so believe that so much of the um, culture that's been happening on internet lately has evolved around us using the screen and having centralized business models. Mm. So that's why the social media is looking how it looks. And that's why we created Logcast with a feed, with uh, all the elements of a social media to begin with. Yeah. But when we started hanging out with our community, when we started to see where the world is going, we also realized there's a new era coming, a new computer interface where you don't need to be stuck by your screen all the time. You have connected homes, connected cars, AirPods. It's insane. Everything's connected. Yes. And you don't really need to look at something to communicate. Suddenly you can communicate with your voice. Mm. And at the same time, technology is not soon a default thing that you own. I saw your data. People start to care more about ownership and decentralization of ownership. Mm. Hence... We realize we're not a social media anymore, which, which demands everyone to be on Logcast, where we control 
the feed to be able to sell advertisement and so on. It's more about a place where you own your voice, you own your content, but then you can stream that everywhere you want to, to connected things or to Spotify or... So basically, I can I can listen to myself anywhere at any time. And Anna can listen to me at any anywhere at any time. And you can also record and anywhere at any time. Exactly. Yes. It's quite cool because the development on other platforms are to kind of get people more involved. And if you look at Google, for example, they want you to never leave the platform. Same with like, let's say, Instagram, when they introduce shopping and everything like this, they want to kind of claim your attention to stay on the platform, which is obviously you kind of start getting that behavior too, but it's not that successful because you still use multiple platforms or it's not... It's not enough. That's they the try thing. to claim the user in that sense and not kind of let the user be free wherever they prefer to be, basically. Yeah. And if we just go to the incentives behind that is they want the attention, the eyeballs to be able to sell advertisement or collect data and sell that. That's the whole business model of yeah. most platforms up until now. But the new Web3 era where it's more about decentralized ownership you don't need to care as much about having everyone in one platform. We actually incentivize people to have log costs where you can own and record. But then if you spent, I mean, if you're an artist, say, you can spend five to ten years building an audience on Spotify. Ten years plus on like Instagram, building a big audience and you really like hustle to make that. Yeah. It's not so fun to come with a new platform and be like, okay, build an audience again. Yeah. So we instead help people to own, record, super easy, seamlessly, but then use the platforms where you have built your audience on and monetize that way. Since we realized this and laser focus on that, it's just so clear and things are falling into place and it's just the most amazing feeling. It's like an aha moment. <laughs> And how far have you been like working with Lowcast now? How long until this aha moment? So we we started a company 2020 and we built for one year. We just locked ourselves in because Corona came as well. So mm. we were just locking ourselves in, me and my co-founder, Lenny Andronikos. Us together with two developers in an office and just built for one year. And we were in a co-working space, number 18. Oh, yeah. And there were so many creators sitting there as well and investors and entrepreneurs. And, you know, people, I mean, 2020, you know, you were not supposed to be in so many places. Mm. So we had our hub there. So we could test the application with people. Our investment come from that house. It's perfect. So it was just like this hub of like a, a place where we just low cost were born. So that's super cute. But then we launched last year. And um, this year has been all about really finding the product market fit. We've been launching monetization tools. We've been all over the world. Yeah, you're in 60 countries, 60 plus countries now, right? Yes. That's crazy. Do you know how many users you have? We work with 15,000 creators mm. and they can stream to, yeah, 150 million plus. Wow. <laughs> And it's been an amazing journey and also like so much learning, so much of the things you can realize you don't, 
that you don't need. Mm. I mean, we did, we built everything in Logcast. You can do everything in there. And then we realized, let's scale down. We don't need to be everything in one app, not in the beginning at least. So yeah, we've been running the company for a bit over two years and now we are 10 people working every day and a lot more when it comes to advisors and investors. Mm -hmm. That feels like teammates as well, but... uh, You've been expanding a lot. That's pretty cool. And I mean, now when we're talking about logging your voice, so I downloaded the app a few weeks ago when we decided to have you on the podcast. I was really into, like, I talk to myself all the time. That's what I do, even when I'm alone at home. And I was like, okay, maybe I can get someone to listen to my bad advice or my bullshit that I keep pulling out there. But there's something that's a bit scary when it comes to using your voice and not just tapping a few words on the keyboard, right? So how is that for your for the people that are creating at Logcast? Do you feel like when they start, is, is it difficult for people to start using the app because of that transition from tapping on the keyboard to actually using your voice and talking? How did you feel? I was freaking out. <laughs> And you were even a like podcast. I know. Or, it's like it's, it's you were OG. Yeah, I've been waiting for a year to do it myself as well. It feels Scary. like it's such a like something to get over because also there's like why would anyone listen want to listen to what I have to say? It feels like the importance of the spoken word is higher than what you're used to from other platforms. Basically, I mean. Now we go again to the bis- like a little bit philosophical maybe, but I think it's mo- most fun to think about everything in a broader spectrum. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have been wired and trained and educated now for years to be pretty passive. Passive scrollers or, yeah, we we could write and, and, and so on, but we, we see kind of 2% of everything that people create on social media today. Mm. So it's become a vacuum of voices and people that is never heard and you start to get more and more passive. I am a person that loves to talk and loves to be like outspoken, but as social media has made me passive. And um, so I think um, we are, if you look at a restaurant, you look around in the real world, offline world, people are still talking. Mm. But as soon as you go into the screens, we have kind of learned that Either we are the one top percent that everyone listens to, or it doesn't matter. So we should supposed to be silent. We call them muted listeners. So I know that it's super hard. I I can so relate to the pressing the button and start speaking because we are not trained to do that anymore. We we have learned to be passive, and um, but I think that's uh, something we all just need to change. And um, we build our technology to help you actually come over that. So we build every day to make it easier to just do it on the go, uh, to maybe talk to your close friends, family, colleagues in circles instead of to the whole world, because that doesn't make sense anyway. Mm. And keep the broadcasting to the professional creators that actually want to earn on it. Yeah. So we're still learning of how to make it easier for everyone to dare to talk. But I think we're moving there. We need to enter a new era with producers instead of consumers. Yeah, what do I mean, you think? I mean, a lot of people, like we see the podcasting industry, it's flourishing. Everyone loves to listen to a podcast. So people do want to listen to something, something that is not visual. 
So it definitely makes sense to start logging and start talking, especially with your friends. I mean, God, my friends are going to hate me if I put them in a circle. I'm going to be just sending logs all day long. But, you know, I would love to do that with my friends and maybe not my family, but with the friends, it would be fun. And I mean, like we talked about earlier before you before you came, Johanna, as well, just kind of creating voice notes for yourself to remember things when working, especially when we work with branding and, you know, creating strategies, just coming up with things that you do when you're on the subway or you're out walking your dog or whatever you're cooking, you know, things come to you whenever, wherever. You can't really control your mind when you have a job that we do. So just being able to log that is also such a great thing just for us as creators in a different field that is not creating sound particularly. Yes. Yeah, and voices, as we, we said, like psychologically, uh, with the five senses, basically, it's also not just a voice or streaming or talking to someone else. It's also the receiving and hearing, uh, which is quite important also with your own voice. So if you do your voice noise to yourself, you're in different settings or in different mindsets, which makes it more understandable if you listen back to it. Uh, I know if you write notes, it's like, let's say you work with a brand strategy, it takes weeks, but you're kind of all over the place. Insights work takes weeks because it's it's all, it's everything you do is insights, basically. But if you write notes, sometimes you have no idea what the, mm, you meant because it doesn't make sense because you're in another mindset when you read it back. So I think even mm. talking just for your own purpose might be very much different because we've read a lot of science saying that the way you receive the spoken word, like the hearing, is so much different, even from a facial ex- expression, because you you understand and you connect to a person so much more by a voice than what you do watching someone or reading something. Reading is not even close to oh, it. Um, that means but just... like eyesight, hearing over eyesight, which is really interesting because it's such a human instinct and it's such a different thing to connect upon because mm-hmm. it's a lot of things also while you talk about inclusiveness of the app or like democratizing the spoken word or the platform or even a tool to be able to do what you love to do that's the same because so much other things were built to put so much other views or opinions with eyesight so if you see how someone looks or dress you assume things immediately which you can't really do with a voice. It's more imaginary in a way. So should be more creative as well. It's like listening to a book, you can start imagining the environments that you read about in a way. It's quite interesting. Yes, I love everything you said there because it's. Um, I think it's important for us as humans to to talk. And I mean, hear a tune of voice, you hear so much about the person, personality, emotions, you understand people better. We actually did a case study with KTH where we put two uh, groups. One were only supposed to text with each other for a week and one group was supposed to just um, send voice notes. And it was so clear that the, the group that sent voice notes was like no miscommunication. They were close, felt closer to each other, more meaningful relations. I mean, we are evolved to talk. Yeah. If we put two babies on a desert island, they will not learn how to write, but they will learn how to speak because that's how our minds are wired. But yeah, this is so interesting. And and, um, social media is still a lot about, you know, texting pictures. But when it comes to, I mean, just on WhatsApp, 7 billion voice notes are sent every day, just on WhatsApp. Every day. 
So voiceless has really become this sweet spot between calling and texting, especially for the next generation, but also like in Asia and like Spanish speaking countries. Mm. So there is a need and want for this voice first content, but it's harder maybe to sell advertisement when it's spoken. We just talked about that earlier, actually, which is quite cool because the platforms, some of them at least, the algorithms or, as you said, how many is, um, is reached by the content, for example, is is controlled by or not um, um, kind of decreasing because it's so much content out there and the businesses control or the platform itself control who sees what and kind of limits the reach, basically. And we just said that's also like for making it into a business case for advertising. Yeah. But then we talked about like, how would you advertise voices? Or how would you even add mark a voice without it being like too obvious and like, this is in partnership with that yeah. kind of, because that removes the engagement completely, which has been different on other platforms previously. But it's quite, quite interesting because the engagement are so much higher, as we just said, listening to something. But then what does that mean for like all for us basically in the comms industry? Like how would how would a brand use the platform? Is that anything you consider? What we are big advocates for is to remove advertisement and work more with the people you want to market to. So you don't need to I mean advertisement is built upon the receiving the receiver not being so conscious. So they should res- listen to a content or look at something and then get interrupted by a message to buy something or do something. So it's a little bit manipulative, right? Oh, a little bit. Oh, a lot of very, it. Very, very <laughs> manipulative. Yeah. And done very badly by very many. Yeah. And so many people are not like, I used to say that media scripts humans, like code scripts computers. It's, um, we can talk about free will and so on, but... I think that it's not a bad thing to sell things or want someone to hear your message. It's the manipulative, like indirect thing that is a little bit maybe non-sustainable. So I think brands can use it easily by just creating content and direct it directly to the people you want to hear it. Either buy this, like let people get paid to listen instead of giving uh, a long distance through Facebook to pay people to listen anyway, like pay them directly to listen or hear something or just do like micro entrepreneurs or content creators on our platform. They create content, put it behind a paywall and let their fans pay to listen. Or another thing that we're soon launching that is very interesting for part uh, for companies is um, membership. So we worked with PSG, for instance, this summer, the football club. Mm. And they have 150 million fans that desperately want to come closer to the football players. And up until now, they can support by going to a game or maybe buy a T-shirt, like merch. Yeah. But if you can instead, uh, instead access Messi's mind, a thought he had before going on the field to play, that's pretty more mm. intimate, right? So maybe they just have a circle that is locked and you pay a small monthly fee to access thoughts or content. So I think you can do so much uh, like branded things just directly to your people that you want to market to. 
actually have value of. That's often would that what... be would that be tapping into the NFTs for you guys using audio? I mean, we have that already. We have a spoken audio NFT platform, so yeah. you can choose to to turn your content into an NFT. But would that would be the same thing with the PSG, or is that something different? I mean, um, it it would actually be an NFT yeah. ticket, an yeah. NFT token. So it means that when you go into being a member, that ticket to be that member is something that you hold as an NFT. But people are a little bit scared of that word yeah. nowadays, so we don't talk so much about it because it's actually just a ticket that you own that is not, you can't copy it. Um, and our technology is that it's a non-fungible token, but mm-hmm. and you can add utilities to that. But it serves like... A, ticket that uh, you own but the cool thing about it is that you can resell it and um, maybe it increases in value and it's very easy to trace that and the person creating it the brand the creator that has created the tickets they actually get paid for the resell oh yeah because the contrast is for instance i don't know if you've been following taylor swift oh i'm obsessed obsessed with Taylor Swift. So she launched with some tickets with Live Nation, I think it was, and uh, they got first, yeah, they just got sold out immediately and now there are some tickets get, getting sold for was it $9,000 or was it even 90000 Regardless, it was so much. And this second market value that they are trade for because mm. the first one is mm. it's the second one. She doesn't get anything of this. It's just Ticketmaster or Live Nation who gets it. Yeah, and that's because it's it's a normal like e-commerce for tickets, I guess. But yeah. if you create the ticket as an NFT, you can actually build in in the contract that it, the original creator will always get a share, a fair share of whatever the resell. Yeah. yeah. Or the value increase. Interesting. I'm so happy to hear the perspective of making the platform like it's built for the user and for the benefit of and value of how you would like to consume the platform rather than, okay, and I love the the get paid to consume businesses content rather than the other way around or the platform eating that up, basically, that you say you can pay Meta, for example, and they... They distribute widely, but now also with GDPR and everything that's changed. So it puts another demand on branding and comms when it's so widely broadcasted again. So you have to actually, in the strategy or in the campaigns, build in that narrative where it's useful to someone and that becomes the targeting rather than how Meta wants you to target. So that's kind of everything you describe puts the demand on creativity again and on how to make it valuable to get that conversion you want, even though if it's a transaction that it's the conversion or if it's brand awareness or if it's making a change or donating for charity, everything, with whichever KPI you have, you need to creatively challenge how to get that KPI. And that's that's kind of a cool twist in platforms that you see today that even e-commerce agencies is like you can't do anything without branding anymore because targeting is like it's not you can't just do that anymore so that's kind of sweet and that's kind of co-created i guess with both users yourselves and maybe brands how you create those solutions yes 
So you can do anything because you're in charge. That's kind of... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we, we say that everyone on the platform, regardless if it's a brand or a creator, they are in control of their business model. And we give tools to be creative there, but it's, um, it's more on their demands and it's um, more sustainable because it gives more diversity as well. It gives more content and you can actually... Instead of trying to please everyone so you can have the biggest audience to be able to sell advertisement, you, you can have a smaller audience size because it's more about these super users actually willing to listen or, and paying. So, yeah, it's, I, th- I think it's super good sustainably and also gives less effort for everyone because the way we want to promote low cost is that it's not about the perfect production it's not about the perfect video content it's it's just should reflect the ebb and flow of a normal conversation you you Anna talked about um recording your thoughts in a meeting and so on i do that so much like i can stand in front of the whiteboard i love whiteboards so much oh, oh so does she oh my god <laughs> oh you do <laughs> i do yeah. let's have a session yeah absolutely i know it's so satisfying yeah I love it so much. And it's just it's so good to just, I just put on log cost, press log on and I keep it there. And it's so helpful to just go back and, and listen or, yeah, so. That's really good. I think that's good for my thoughts. You know, Rosanna, how I'm in a meeting and when I take notes or a whiteboard, it's like. It's I, all over the place. Um, yeah. And for that purpose as well, just logging a meeting would be super helpful. Definitely. And also, like, I'm thinking for the people that are not in the meeting, like we talked about earlier, hearing how you say things and how you communicate between, like, is it a positive or a negative thought? When you write something, you cannot really tell. But if you should hear us when we nail in like a campaign idea. Oh, God, no. (laughs) You can tell. You you need to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) But it would be so good for everyone not in that meeting to understand and get a better context of the meeting. So it would not only be beneficial for me. And for my own notes, but for everyone else that needs to needs to know, or wants 100%. to know, or wants to know, or, mm. or has to know. <laughs> what are you logging, and how often? I log every day, but mostly private. Mm. So it's it's when I am on the go, um, whenever I just log, and you can do it without touching, so you know that you can say, "Hey Siri, I know, log I've, on." I've yeah. added that as a feature now. <laughs> Because it's so good when you're cooking or whatever. So I do that nonstop. I will abuse this feature. (laughs) But uh, when it comes to logging publicly, I think it sometimes can be a bit hard because it's like I'm also the founder of the company. So suddenly am I like a content pillar for Logcast? Mm. Mm. And at the same time, I just love to talk about consciousness and like what is the real purpose of, uh, you know, things that I just like to explore my mind on and I'm Logos is supposed to be for that mm. but at the same time I could just put something super weird up there and then the next day a like very important investor could be like yeah I just listened to a few of your logs and I'm like well, maybe no. <laughs> that was not supposed to so but that is also much helpful now when we are not targeting Logos as the social network when you're supposed to share content it's more about storing it for yourself sharing it to people you actually know you're talking to in that specific circle or you choose to share it publicly and then you know it's for everyone to listen yeah and i think that's much more like 
healthy and helpful. So going back to your question, I normally log about things going on on logcasts or if I'm reading something and I want to share what I read and think it's interesting or otherwise it's just conversations I'm having with people Mm -hmm. or I keep it private. It's a good thing that you can keep it private as well because, you know, like we talked about, you don't want the pressure to always have to say something super interesting every time you log. You want to be able to do a little bit of everything. Some Something could just be fun. Something could be us drinking wine and just kind of logging that conversation to remember the next day. Uh, and you know, It could be anything. And that kind of takes away the pressure and the stress because that's that also comes back to what we talked about in the beginning, like doing your first log. It's like, it's the pressure. It's like, okay, what am I going to say? But if I just do that for myself, who will care? No one will know. Um, so I think it's a, very, it's a very good thing for people like us. And also people like us saying things that not everyone should hear. Mm, and also nice to show personality from time to time. And be the founder of Logcast, but also like the, the meaning of life yeah. of things. <laughs> yeah. And um it's super fun, actually, because we can soak. I mean, obviously, we are tracking everything. And we see that if people are recording just once, they become they come back the next month. And um, so they become monthly active users. So the people never record has a higher churn. And if you record four logs, then you it's sticky. Oh. So then you come back every week. So it's it's so interesting. It's not about just... So as soon as you have done the first one, you become part of it. And if you just get through four, you're in. Because it's all about doing the first thing, which is scary, I guess. Yeah. But just do that privately then, or in a close group with just your friends. Uh, and then you will realize that it's not supposed to be this perfect thought it's supposed to be what you're thinking about when you're sitting at the hairdresser or walking or standing in the shower and you just get get these thoughts that is never as good to share one week later it's supposed to be in the moment that's when it's fun and that's the content that performs best so and i like it because it's very raw and it's very personal and it's very um like you kind of get undressed in front of everyone which i think is good and everyone is craving something genuine something real you can see that more and more and like with just looking at how influencers work today and the biggest influencers everyone kind of put them in a fake world almost and they kind of go more towards the micro influencers because they're more real and they're more genuine and i think that is something that's great with log cost because you get to show the real you if you want to and have that honest honesty transparency that other people are craving to hear, even though they might not know me. You know, I might have something good to say. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Maybe you will have something Probably to say. not. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I was just thinking it's harder to, like with your voice, you can tell in a way as well. Yeah. So it makes it immediately more honest or more real, I would guess. And it's so good to hear yourself. Suddenly you hear if you're doing this, uh, uh, and you can learn that. I, I, I hear myself if I, like, it's so good tool to just understand yourself better. Um, because most people are even afraid of, afraid of hearing their own voice. And it's just, we've become so used to seeing our pictures more than hearing us. But what we say is more about actually sharing our minds, our thoughts and experiences. So I think it's just good 
to start like putting yourself out there and Absolutely. just speaking. I need to do that more. I think I I scared like I am scared since university when I did like hours and hours of listening to interviews. You know when you did your essay, and that I had enough of my voice for then. What's that? Twelve years ago. So maybe now. Like, I what I do you mean? You listen to yourself uh, when you did your kind of essay in university. You had this quality. What was it called? Qualitativa undersökningar in Swedish. Sorry, everyone internationally. Um, um, oh, you actually prescribed them for real? Yeah. I just made that up. No, I did. Fucking hell, I should have. <laughs> it's more my personality to have made them up, to be honest. But I, I yeah, I did that. Uh, yeah, so that was 12 years ago. And I, I grew very tired of my voice in that process. It's time to move on, Anna. And I have a hillbilly accent in Swedish as well. So it's like brutal to, to go through. But here we are. But here we are. Yeah, I'm looking forward New to your journeys. voice comeback. I'm yes. going to log on to your it's account time. on Logcast. Yeah, I think you're following me. I've um, been on I there am. for a year. <laughs> so you sh- you did your first one today? Yeah. What did you log about? No, I just said, like, it's time. I'm here. <laughs> Amazing. I'm gonna that share was my it on, first step. Yeah. I'm going to share it on LinkedIn, that one. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I'm going to also promote this uh, podcast. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Then I have some pressure to to continue logging. That's that's brilliant. I'm excited too, to be honest. I'm really excited. Uh, and who are you following? So not only what are you broadcasting, who are you following? Who are you listening to? So I follow everyone that creates an account because I want to understand who is coming into the platform. But it's harder than to listen to everything. I'm yeah. trying to, when I'm just walking through through meetings and stuff, I always put it on and just hear what people are thinking and saying. Oh, that's cool. So it's it's never directed towards me, most often not. It's just people sharing logs. It's so interesting. It's so like uh, different things. Um, so I actually don't follow anyone specifically um, since I just want to hear everyone's thoughts. It's white noise with intel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost. It's interesting, actually. But sometimes I put on the featured logs near me. Mm. So when I come to a new place, I just press logs near me and then I hear the logs that is just in that area, which is pretty cool because then I can hear like what's going on a little bit uh, in that space instead. Oh, so that's good if you want to have a certain language, for instance, or that is really cool. I'm logging right now. One, two, three, tap. Okay, so I'm officially doing my first log. You guys are in it. You can be in it. Please be in it. Wow. In it. Ah! <laughs> I'm nervous. Welcome here. Well, thank you. Now what I are feel... you thinking about? I mean, now I'm just thinking about what we're going to say after I've logged this. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're recording a podcast while logging. This is very, this is a lot. It's like double, double recording at once. <laughs> double recording. It's taking it. It's it's a big step being my first one doing it simultaneously. But, you know, it works. It's hardcore and I like it. Yeah. And now now I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> cool. And you can use it even for, because I, I so believe in the format of podcasting. Yeah. It's produced. It's more of a thoughtful conversation. But you can use it to invite your listeners to join the conversation. Not everyone is invited to actually sit here and speak with you. But there are so many people you probably want to hear from. That can give feedback through just joining a circle with you guys. Mm, yeah. Or maybe you had a conversation and after editing that and listening, you realize you want to add some fun things. Then you can do that. So look at Logcast 
as a place to just behind the scene content to your podcasting or making your listeners join the conversation or making a community around it instead of a boring group on Facebook. <laughs> Throwing Facebook Shots under the bus. are fired. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really, really cool. What's the uh, goal and mission for Longcast then? Wow. What's the kind of true north? We want to be the ultimate voice streaming platform for every human to own. Simple as that. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. No problem. You'll get there. And to just extend that, we, we really see this move away from being just a platform, a social platform with people on it. We see more of a bank of voices and a mm. universe and a place with voices, but it's owned by everyone. It's not owned by us. And then there's multiple ways that we can use these voices for broadening people's perspectives, to earn money if you are a content creator, to, um, yeah, there's plenty of ways to use this then. But the ultimate goal is to be this default voice streaming platform. We have streaming platforms for film, music, books, but Logcast is for your voice. And we want to remove the barriers of online and offline and just be as authentic as possible. So one line, voice streaming platform for all humans to own. And we do that by unlocking the one thing that actually been forgotten in the first version of social tech. And that is your voice. That's pretty cool. I wish I wish we came up with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had branding meetings like years ago. Yes. You just started thinking, but that's also old, old conversations that we should have logged, to be honest. Oh, that was that the first thoughts of Logcast. It was really fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, your mind is brilliant. Let's have a catch-up soon on the whiteboard. Absolutely, we have to. God, yeah. you guys do the whiteboard. I'm not here for that. <laughs> yeah. We'll log it. You can, you I, can, I can listen. In. I can listen to it. Because <laughs> what do you guys think about like the next era of how we communicate? There's so much talking about augmented reality, virtual reality, voice first. Like, Do you explore that or... I mean, I guess I guess we have to all the time. We have to tap into everything that's happening all around us. Um, but honestly, for me personally, I'm quite old school. I I don't want to move too far ahead, and don't, I don't want to think too far ahead. In my line of work, I want to kind of work the other way around. I want to go backwards to kind of see where we've been and what's changed and how we can take those people that has made these behavioral changes over time from like us starting to use our phone every single day and using streaming platforms and doing all these different things, starting logging, for example, and seeing how that behavioral change can be applied in different ways in the future, not specifically doing this or doing that, or going right or going left. It's more of, can we create something new more than just see what happens kind of? Yeah, I agree. I really like what what you've been talking like imagining all of that with web3 augmented reality all of this it's still for me the human connection we talk a lot about it like a disconnect now oh sorry you're punching okay. the mic you're okay um between let's say the pandemic in sweden specifically we've not seen 
the same kind of restrictions or being locked, being in lockdown at all. Basically, we've always had that kind of freedom still, uh, and that's kind of plus and kind of pros and cons with that, of course. But the effects let's say in the States or Australia even has had the kind of the worst lockdowns. You have a full generation now that's some people have become millionaires in bedrooms. They've created businesses at home. They And that's kind of a disconnect also from everyday life where you can do everything online. It's just online or in a and in another reality. It's real life, but in another reality and between generations, that's a gap. That's quite, I guess, challenging that you have to be aware of and also, if we advise clients, it wouldn't be, as Rosanna mentioned, like this or that, or how you can have multiple touch points. But to me, I'm kind of convinced still that kind of the human nature is still human nature. So even if you are in an augmented reality, you need to have that kind of humanity thinking with you in, in that. Stop hitting your mic. I'm so much movement in my hands. I know. Um, so I think there will be naturally a lot of development, but in some ways you can see trends going more so taking a step back as well. But the combining of the two is really interesting. Mm. So I don't think one can live without the other almost, like not all the way, all the way inside the, the online, <laughs> the WWW. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. It's interesting, but I think you need to be here for it, but then adapt to it always. And I think we're moving towards something that is very positive for everyone who is loving online or not, because we've been in something that, as you explain it now, either you're in that space or you're not in that space. So you feel very disconnected if you're not. Mm. And that's because we've been attached to our screens. It's so much on and off. Yeah. And I believe, and what we're building for is to bring back the technology to be invisible and start connecting with human moments again. And that's possible now with more things that is connected around you that is not supposed to be a slave to tech, but more like help you communicate. It's human tech. Yeah. Which is quite cool. Yeah. I think it's, it's yeah, it's really, val- the merge is very valuable. And to have that and not only try again, as you said, that the platform brings perspective, but you need to kind of take that with you in all development. So what would be the most kind of, yeah, most insights. <laughs> you need a lot of insight to kind of build that thing, which you obviously have. It's really it's really fun to hear. It's exciting. Yeah, we have a lot to learn, but uh, I'm spending all my time and the team's free time to do this. So it's, <laughs> it's super fun to just explore and be part of building for this future. It's so fun. Mm. I guess in a way also like using our voices again is going backwards like getting back to using our voices but using new technology so it's it kind of goes together like Loghouse is a perfect example of the old meeting the new and finding like the synergy between each other um, to get a human connection but using human tech mm. for sure access to belonging it's nice yeah mm. oh well you have to leave. <laughs> you yes. haven't had the meeting. I don't know why time always goes so fast. I don't know if it's because I love the sound of my own voice. I don't know if that's it's... not it for me. <laughs> <laughs> you have time a beautiful voice. When you have fun. No, I really do not. What? Oh, oh well, subjective. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, you have no reason to not like it. It's, that's nice. Yeah, and it takes nice. four times and then you're in. 
I'll I'll stop not liking it immediately. That's good. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Joanna. It was awesome to hear more about Logcast and what you guys have ahead of you. And um, I want everyone to download the app right now. Well, I'll give you three seconds. Logcast.io. And there it should be downloaded. Cool. Okay, so everyone start logging four logs and then you're in. It will be a behavioral change, but it's going to be positive. And Joanna is obviously going to follow all of you guys. I'm going to listen. She's going to listen. listen to it all. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. And um, we hope to have you back soon. Thank you so much for inviting me. This was fun. I love what you're building. I'm back when you need me to. Perfect. <laughs> That's wonderful. All cool. right. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in for this month's episode. In just a few weeks, we'll be back again with a brand new topic, another inspirational guest, but, you know, same old fresh meat crew. Subscribe, share, comment, you know what to do. And don't forget to download the Logcast app. I've been your host, Rosanna, and until next time, stay fresh. <laughs>